AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Welcome to the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Josh Smith, editor of Ground Support Worldwide Magazine, and today we're speaking with Robin Schneider, director of marketing at Green Cubes Technology, to learn more about lithium-ion battery technology and the role it's playing in eliminating carbon emissions produced by ground support equipment. Thanks for taking the time to share more on this topic, Robin. Thanks for having me, Josh. Well, Robin, there are a number of drivers behind adopting alternative power ground support equipment, and many airports, airlines, and ground handlers have established environmental goals, for example, and EGSE can help meet those objectives. And there are additional benefits to ground service providers using the equipment as well. So to kick off our conversation, can you provide some key reasons why ground service providers are turning to electric equipment and how lithium-ion battery-powered equipment specifically has become the power source that many are turning to? As you mentioned, um, the environmental benefits of EGSE is the number one driver. Um, Ground-based airport greenhouse gas emissions are caused by gasoline and diesel fuel for the airport vehicles and ground support equipment. Uh, Fossil fuels for electricity and heating and jet fuel for um, auxiliary power units uh, that power aircraft at airport gates all contribute to these greenhouse gas emissions. And there are federal, state, and local governments that are setting uh, reduction goals to reduce their local contributions to global greenhouse gas levels. Um, And airports stand to gain from the financial efficiencies of green energy also. So because of that, many airlines, um, specifically Alaska, Delta, and United, have publicly identified um, electrification of their ground support equipment as a first step to carbon reductions in their sustainability report. Um, Lithium-ion batteries that use iron phosphate are a really good option for this industry. Uh, The chemistry isn't as small and lightweight as the batteries that you're probably familiar with from consumer electronics, but it has a much better cycle life and it'll last for 10 years even with really heavy use like you'd see in ground support equipment. Um, It's also a safer technology with a better environmental footprint than traditional lithium ions because iron is a really abundant ore. Um, While both lead acid and lithium ion batteries would help meet emissions goals, um, and lead acid has a lower upfront cost, there are a lot of reasons why lithium ion is better as actually a lower total cost of ownership choice. And when it comes to calculating total cost of ownership, uh, which details are the most important to consider? Okay, aside from the environmental environmental benefits of lithium-ion, there are three main contributing factors to the financial benefits of lithium-ion. So the first is in terms of throughput and efficiency. So lithium-ion can charge at a 1C rate, which means it can be fully charged in an hour, Um, where lead-acid batteries are limited in how fast they can charge before cell damage happens. Um, Most of the lead-acid manufacturers only recommend a 3C charge rate, which means a three-hour charge time. Uh, However, this is not for the entire charge cycle, and it means that a full charge can take five or more hours, depending on the charging infrastructure 
and an environment in which the lead acid battery is used. Lithium ion batteries also use CAN communication from the battery management system that integrates with the charging infrastructure and allows lithium ion batteries to charge at efficiencies of up to 98%. And this translates in, in less um, energy consumption and less waste from the charger to the battery, enabling faster charging and efficient opportunity charging. Also, as I mentioned, the lithium-ion battery will last for thousands of cycles and around 10 years, so it rarely needs to be replaced. The second is a safety factor. So fuel from internal combustion engines um, create a workplace safety hazard and are flammable and therefore present a danger by their nature. And lead-acid batteries can emit hydrogen when charging due to heating, so they need to be charged in a properly vented um, space for safety. This can be in an issue in an enclosed spaces, such as baggage rooms or charging rooms. So there's costly ventilation systems that need to be utilized to ensure that the outgassing is, um, during charging does not cause hydrogen buildup. And of course, there are costs associated with all of these safety factors. And ventilation brings me to the third factor that goes into the total cost of ownership, which is the reduction of infrastructure costs. Because um, lithium-ion batteries are basically maintenance-free and they don't need watering and exchanges. Things like safety equipment, like eye wash stations and showers and things like that don't contribute any cost in the case of a lithium-ion battery. And since lithium-ion batteries don't require watering, how does that benefit uh, the people, you know, the maintenance personnel from both an efficiency and a safety standpoint? So with flooded lead acid batteries, which are the most common, handlers need to regularly water them and perform equalization charges on a set schedule and rebalance the pH in the battery. This can be a costly process over the life of the battery. And uh, these processes also need to be tracked in order to comply with manufacturer warranties. Um, some uh, GSE fleets have implemented sealed lead acid batteries um, which don't require all of this monitoring, but there's still the possibility that it can vent hydrogen if it's charged improperly or if a cell is going bad. So you still need a lot of that infrastructure that I talked about. And, you know, all of this potential out for gassing and the watering often causes spills, which can, you know, very commonly injures maintenance personnel. We've hit on some of the direct benefits then of lithium ion battery technology, but are there any uh, indirect benefits um, that can be, you know, achieved by using lithium-ion technology, um, such as, um, you know, like, uh, say, reduced insurance premiums or, or things like that that maybe aren't necessarily front of mind? Yeah, for sure. I mean, workplace injuries from lead-acid batteries are surprisingly common. Um, even things like repetitive use injuries, back injuries, foot injuries resulting from moving them around can happen because they're so heavy. Um, because the lithium ion battery lasts for thousands of cycles, the battery will only need to be changed maybe once or twice in the overall 20-year lifetime of the ground support equipment. Excellent. Um, well, that's great information. Um, why don't we take a quick break here, but when we come back, we'll have more with Robin Schneider of Green Cubes Technology. Would you like to reach key decision makers in the industry? 
share your message on the Aviation Pros podcast, and reach key leaders across all facets of aviation, including aircraft maintenance, airports, FBOs, airlines, and ground handling. Contact one of Aviation Pros' helpful account representatives to find out more. We're back with Robin Schneider, and now that we've gotten an overview of lithium-ion technology and some of the safety advantages, I'd like to ask a little bit more about how this solution assists with the environmental initiatives that are taking place across the industry. So, um, are first of all, Robin, are the sustainability benchmarks and those environmental goals being set in the aviation industry, accelerating the adoption of alternative energy GSE, and how much of that investment was already being made into a uh, electric ground support equipment prior to these goals being kind of set in place? Yeah, so there are about 152 airports um, worldwide that are certified for mapping their carbon footprints in the process of airport uh, carbon accreditation. There's a four plus level um, called transition. That means the airport has aligned its carbon management with global climate goals um, and compensated for the remaining residual emissions with carbon credits. There are 13 airports in the world that have achieved this level, and so far only one in North America, which is actually Dallas-Fort Worth, has achieved that level four status. And that represents just 3.7% of air passenger traffic. So you can see just from those numbers, it's 3.7%, that there is a very, very steep um, ramp up in this investment um, and a, kind of a long way to go at this point. So from that point of view, then, I guess, what factors have existed that have slowed down the adoption of EGSE? So airports are pretty widely known to have fairly old infrastructure. Things like charging stations or the power for fast charging may not be there. Um, also, the location of the power may make it difficult to charge the batteries or, or use opportunity charging. And we're actually looking at a future of using distributed energy storage systems to augment that, that airport infrastructure in order to sort of retrofit them and be able to take advantage of the batteries. And so big picture, you know, moving forward, what's going to be needed to facilitate the continued adoption of alternative powered ground support equipment and even, you know, more specifically, the the lithium ion powered GSE? So once stakeholders learn the value of lithium ion and how simple and straightforward the transition from other power sources are, the technology basically sells itself. The benefits are so good. But we don't see a lot in traditional news media um, about this technology and its applicability to industrial motive applications like ground support equipment. The focus is so overwhelmingly on EVs that, you know, this technology kind of gets lost in the noise. So education through things like this podcast are a great way to get the word out and, you know, further the adoption. Well, great. Well, we appreciate you joining us here on the podcast to share a little bit more uh, information about it. I think um, there's a lot of great info here in this conversation and even more that uh, folks can find uh, out there um, on both your website and uh, on aviationpros.com. 
And that'll do it for this edition of the Aviation Pros Podcast. Um, Once again, I'd like to thank our guest, Robin Schneider of Green Cubes Technology. And as I mentioned, if you'd like to learn more about her company, uh, please visit www.greencubes.com. And for additional information about lithium-ion battery technology and EGSE, you can stay up to date by subscribing to Ground Support Worldwide's daily newsletter, as well as its technology report. And please continue to visit aviationpros.com.